0: Hello and welcome back to the Compton School podcast. It is so wonderful to be on air again. Coming up this week, we are in particular focusing on Movember. So if you are yet to donate to the Compton page, please find it via our school website and donate. Every pound counts. Hope you enjoy the show.
1: You are listening to the Compton School podcast.
0: I'm joined by the wonderful Mr. McDonald and Mr. Stone. We're here to talk about Movember. That is something that I have seen you both be involved in for many years. Um, Can we start with Mr Stone? What is the reason that uh, you're so drawn to this charity, this idea? and Why is it important to you?
2: And There are so many reasons behind it. The very first one uh, was actually a study that one of my sixth form did years ago, and he was looking at the amount of money that was raised for uh, prostate cancer compared with breast cancer, and quite simply, sadly, the fatality rates of the two types of cancer. And although uh, there are more cases of breast cancer, there are actually more deaths uh, from prostate cancer. And I just couldn't quite believe that. So I went and had a look at the data. And he was absolutely right. And it's really quite horrific, the difference in the two. And we've never done Movember um, because, you know, male lives matter more. Uh, breast cancer is a great charity and, it, you know, it needs to be uh, supported. But it was just the fact that there was so little money going into research on prostate cancer in particular And that's where Movember started. And it then branched out into uh, other areas of mental health uh, in particular, but other uh, men's health. And mental health is a big part of that. And um, certainly as I've gone through my life, I've known an awful lot of men who have struggled to a greater or lesser extent with various uh, mental illnesses and have not either been able to talk about it or known that they can or, if they want to, where to go to talk about mental health issues. And then it got incredibly personal Uh, a few years ago, about six years ago, my own brother, my oldest brother, uh, was diagnosed with a really quite aggressive form of prostate cancer. And uh, he was successfully treated and it really brought it home to me because the treatment he had about five or six years ago, it was a combination of two different treatments and they had not been done quite the way they were or in combination up until about 10 years ago which is when we started raising money for Movember so the money that we raise and the money that other people have raised to look into treatments for prostate cancer have actually genuinely made a real difference and my brother is still alive almost entirely because of the research into prostate cancer so it became very very personal to me.
0: Wow thank you so much for sharing that I think lots of people would probably have stories that resonate with that as well and I think Definitely what you're saying about the disparity in fatality rates, for example, between breast cancer and prostate cancers is, is very, very interesting. And it's fantastic to see men supporting other men, especially with things like feelings or things like their prostate, which is not exactly the most glamorous of things. So that's really important. Thank you so much. Um, Mr. McDonald, am I right?
1: Yeah, I think reiterating what Jem said um, a lot, obviously, um, it's something that we've done really well at the Compton School for the last 10 years. And we're turning something that's potentially a negative um, Top when we're talking about men's mental health and prostate cancer. And we're trying to tackle that in a fun way um, to achieve something really positive um, and to raise awareness about it. Um, so I got into it straight away when I started at the school 10 years ago. This year in particular, um, it's quite personal for me. Um, so my dad was actually diagnosed with prostate cancer. Um, just the other week, Um, so that's when I set up the challenge to um, do the running challenge around school and when I kind of looked at um, challenging other people to get out and exercise um, as a positive way to look forward at that.
0: Thank you so much, Mr McDonald. Yeah, I think um, one of the sad facts is that lots of people will end up having this as a personal story, and so it's fantastic that you have a way of channeling that emotion into such... Really, really positive actions. And you're right. For so many years, the school has been behind this. That's fantastic. Um, what do you think people really love about the lip syncing, for example, that we do every year?
2: Well, it hasn't always been uh, lip syncing. The very, ah. the very first ones uh, we almost tried to tell a sort of I don't know a story, but we we had a theme. So. There probably aren't many people out there listening to this who'll know who the A-Team were, although there was a film made about it not so long ago. Uh, we had a film of the A-Team, we had a theme of uh, Match of the Day, and we used to have various themes, and it's actually only really the last two, three, four years that we've picked up on Happy and Thriller and uh, Sweet Child of Mine and things like that. So it's actually it's more a recent thing, and I think what I'd really like to do is try and pass... Uh, certainly if there's any kind of creative pattern, <laughs> if such a thing exists, I'd like to pass it on to somebody else and I'd like somebody to sort of pick it up and do something very, very mm-hmm. different with it I, Mostly, I would love to get the sixth form involved. I think raising awareness and actually if you picture there's got to be at least 150 male students in our sixth form, something like that. And some phenomenally average moustaches in the sixth form as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it, genetic propensity for growing <laughs> moustaches is a serious issue in the sixth form for some of them. Um, some of them have had moustaches since they're in year seven or eight. So <laughs> I, I don't care how well the moustaches grow. It's a question of, actually, I don't care if you can grow a moustache. I just want the money, really. <laughs> and it, and it is. It's it's the money, isn't it, that, yeah. that's important. Because it's devastating, and I, I can tell that Adam is, is quite upset, and quite rightly so as devastating as a diagnosis for cancer can be it has to be uh, said that actually prostate cancer is quite common and it is very very commonly cured and it's cured because of the money that people like Movember are raising and other charities as well so prostate cancer certainly it can be cured there are there are great um procedures out there and then the secondly I think Certainly for our sixth form, I think the young men going from sixth form into university, I, and this gets personal for me now, I actually really seriously struggled in my first term, term and a half of university. Um, I was in halls of residence that were full of second and third years, and they certainly didn't really want to know a a first year student. And so I, I became incredibly lonely. And I'm quite a gregarious chap, and I like people and social settings. And by Christmas, I was ready to quit. Uh, I was talked out a bit by my parents, um, and I. but I had a really, really hard time in the first term. And I think for men in particular, I, th- I think it's really difficult for men to talk about not exactly depression, but just not feeling wanted, not feeling in the right place, not feeling supported. And I think our sixth form is going into university. I think they need to know that there is always support there and that times have changed and that it's okay to talk about your emotions, talk about what you're feeling. And I think it's way better now than it was for me. Uh, 40 years ago which is what it is almost exactly this year.
0: I think that's also why the school has been talking so much about well-being and mental health over the last two years and other segments on this very podcast are going to be talking about that as well I know our head girls have been talking about that and thank you so much for your honesty and it's hard to bring vulnerability to something like this and I really appreciate that you've both done that and If people want to donate, which we've said is so important, or get involved, where can they do that?
1: We have kind of the website which is set up, which I think we'll do a bit more work on, but um, we'll get that out to students, we'll get it on the school website, we'll get it in the newsletters over the next coming weeks.
2: And it's nearly always the last slide of whatever video we put together. We are struggling this year, so if anybody's listening to this, uh, we'd love some ideas, we're still not quite sure what we're going to do. Hard in the time of COVID. It is extremely difficult, so your wonderful idea, I think, of doing it through Teams, I'm quite happy for that we just need a theme we need some ideas so if anybody's out there got a great idea please let us know yeah, absolutely and any six formers wanting to join us it's not too late
0: <laughs> thank you both so much and hopefully this will not be the last time we hear about stuff like this And um, really really appreciate you guys coming on and i look forward to bringing my moustache to the party as well as as horrendous as it makes me feel and talking about how horrendous it makes me feel with people as well so Thank you so much. You're listening to the Compton School Podcast. Hello everybody and welcome to Life in Sixth Form. Can I ask you to introduce yourselves?
3: Hi, I'm Carla and I'm Head Girl here at the Compton Sixth Form. Hi, I'm Gertrude
4: and I'm Deputy Head Girl here at the Sixth Form.
3: Hi, I'm Jakob I'm a Year 7 here at Compton. Hi, I'm
4: Gabriella, and um, I'm a Year 7 at Compton.
3: What sparked for you to help you decide what you wanted to be when you were older?
4: What I did was I just looked at the qualities that I had and the things that I enjoyed and I love to debate and I love learning about like the world and I really want to change I know this sounds cliche but I really want to change um, the world and I feel like we can all do that in different ways and for me I love talking, I love debating, like I just love learning about the government and the systems in place and how we can change those. And then I realised that, do you know what? Maybe going into the legal um, career is the best way forward for me. And so that's why I decided that I want to either do law or maybe um, international relations, something around that area.
3: Yeah, I'm quite similar to Gertrude. Um, I think um, we both went for Head Girl because we love talking. (laughs) It's what we like (laughs) to do. Um, But for me, it was you know, throughout GCSE English, I just, I don't know, I loved the the discussions and just hearing other people's ideas about, you know, a simple text, Um, and that's why I did it for A-Level, and that's why I'm probably going to do it at uni as well. Are you guys still friends with the friends that you are, that you were with
4: in Year 7? No, I'm not. Um, I think what you'll find is that um, when you come into secondary school, like, Um, you have this ideal of, like, your friendship group and what friends are supposed to be, but, you know, you have to remember that you're just at the beginning of secondary school and that the experiences, your experiences will change and sometimes you realise that, um you and your friends will drift apart sometimes and that's perfectly okay as well like you know i realize that a lot of the times um people place a lot of emphasis on having a best friend or the time the amount of time that you've known somebody for but trust me like you know that's not what defines a friendship. And it's okay not to be friends it's okay not to um be friends with somebody for like five or seven years. Like I've known people for let's say seven years, but somebody I've known for a year, like I'm much more closer to them. And so like don't be anxious about it at all. Like it's okay if you guys won't be friends anymore. It's fine. Like it's just it's all a part of growing up. Like you lose friends, you gain friends and it's all part of the experience really.
3: I would agree as well. Um I think the biggest lesson I learned is that, you know, it's okay to outgrow people. I think secondary school is about growth and you might start off in year seven being friends with a certain group. Like I know I had, I had so many friends. <laughs> I used to sit <laughs> out there in the concourse of like 20 people and then look at me now. I have what two close friends, people that I wasn't even close to during secondary school. Um, but yeah, I think the advice I'd give you guys is it's okay to outgrow people. That's completely fine. So, uh, like, when you grow older, like, can everything just, like, the people that you hang with, uh, the stuff that you like, and everything change, like, in an instant? Yeah.
4: Do you know what? Life is never, like, there's nothing certain in life. Like, nothing is certain in life. Things changing and evolving all the time. And I think as just humans, the biggest thing we're scared of is, like, change. We don't like change. But you know what? I'll say that sometimes the... my like, my friendship, in quotation mark, breakups, um, they were some of the best things that ever happened to me because um, you need to learn, like, to... What's the word? Be happy by yourself first as well because once you learn how to love yourself and accept yourself, then you make you tend to make the best of friends. And the reason why that is is because you, like, you have a high level of self-esteem and you have, um, like, values... That you know that you want in a friendship, and yeah, like sometimes it's a great thing. And don't get me wrong, like some of the friendship breakup breakups that I went through, like they were really painful, like they were really hurtful. But trust me,
3: it's it's not as daunting as it seems. Yeah, I'd agree. Again, I think it's all about growth, um, and you know that's okay.
4: So, what would you do differently? Oh, I think this is one thing that I've always said I'd do differently if I start secondary school all over again, I'd probably have participated in more sports. Um, I had really low self-esteem and I wasn't really confident in myself. Like, although I really like talking and stuff, I always focus on academics because, you know... I just always felt more comfortable, and I guess now that I'm growing older, I like to leap out of my comfort zone to do things that I never thought I'd do. Even if they don't go well, like I like to say, at least I tried. Like you want to be able to say that at least I tried. And so, what I would have done differently is probably participated more in sports.
3: I think I would have just, you know, focused on myself a little bit more. I think I was very caught up in, you know, friendships yeah. and drama and stuff, and I just wish I. Took some time out to work on myself um, because I think at the end of the day, it sounds selfish, but you are the most important thing at the end of the day. Like definitely, you have to focus yeah. on yourself, and if you're okay, then I think everything around you will fall into place. What's like one thing that you have changed in school? I would probably um, improve the, you know, help available for people with mental health issues because mm, I think yeah. it's, you know, we always talk about how important it is, but. I think there needs to be more in place um, to help people, even if it's just the sixth form leadership team, um, you know, mentoring, and counselling, like, younger students. students I think,
4: oh, my gosh. I that, think that yeah. would be...
3: I, you know, I wish I had that in year seven, eight, nine. I think I, I needed that, someone older to just... Just to talk to, just to vent. Um, yeah, because I think it's so rare to see people that don't have mental health issues these days. I think it's, it's so common and I don't think it's talked about enough.
4: I completely agree as well because I feel like we're at a place where um, there's a lot of awareness about mental health but now there needs to be things put in place to help with that because now we know what people are going through but what are the next steps we're going to take and I agree because I feel like um, in secondary school a lot of the um, the things that I went through mentally it would have been nice to have an older student who who I could just went to and who'd gone through everything that I'd experienced so yeah. So, how is sixth form? Like, is it cool? Is it bad? Or is it just boring? Um, sixth form. Um, so, year 12 was much more better than year 13. Um, more the relaxed. Yeah, say. W- way more relaxed. Um, it was, I really enjoyed year 12. Not necessarily because, um, not necessarily because it was year 12, but I felt like um, it was just a great opportunity for all the stuff that I learned in secondary school. Um, and I don't know, to kind of come in with a fresh leaf, if you understand what I mean. And yeah, I really liked year 12. Um, year 13, is is it's okay. The workload is a lot and um, mentally it's draining as well. But what I will say is that that's why it's really important to take care of your mental health. Like it's so important to have like a system in place where you even do that from... Um, secondary school because even i wish that i took like i prioritized my mental health a bit more and even if it's if it's doing things like journaling or meditating like for me i journal now and that's so beneficial for me i just like writing everything down just find your outlet find something that you find relaxing and that will help you mentally
3: yeah i agree as well i think year 12 was better for sure (laughs) um I just mostly enjoyed you know the externals coming in having to you know make new friends although we're in the same school um there are different people we're meeting different teachers um and I really enjoyed that um I'd say yeah year 13 is definitely more about balance um you need to you know get your work done but also self-care I'd say you have to again look after yourself um find a routine that works for you and yeah find an outlet where you can again vent and just have some time for yourself for me during GCSEs I think exercise was the biggest thing for me I would literally just went to the gym whenever you know I revise in the evening and I'm like okay I'm gonna go to the gym now and, and look after myself look after you know your mind your body and I think that's definitely beneficial yeah how do you cope with your emotional stress and your mental stress <laughs>
4: that's a heavy loaded question but for me as i said before like meditating journaling writing and that's what i usually do to
3: be honest um for me i think just having again having a a good support system have you know close friends that you can you can talk to and you can open up to
2: you're listening to the compton school podcast
0: Hello, um, it's Miss Goodfellow from the English department and I'm here to introduce some absolutely fantastic poems by our Year 9 students who are studying poetry at the moment in English. We also, very shortly, will be running a poetry competition for the whole school. Um, so keep your eyes peeled for the Imagine Poetry competition. There are cash prizes available. My name is Lisa and this is my poem Inequalities. We are all different, but it shouldn't change the way we are treated. We may be different, but our differences bring us together, and being together is all we need. Gender, race, and appearance are all on top, but break it down and you'll find the same thing a beating heart. A beating heart, millions of them, all beating for the same thing. Racist slurs, sexist comments, segregation, and supremacy all keep us from a world we could live in. Society is like technology, ever changing and evolving, but deep down, They are the same as they were before. We don't have to start again. Just look deep down in the abyss of our souls and reflect. Realise this is inequality and hate. It's not helping us. Underneath everything is a beating heart. A beating heart, millions of them. Beating for the same thing, equality.
4: Hello, my name is Zane and this is my poem about a child who's been through war. It's called The Boy Who Cries. They ask, are you okay? But he does not reply. Trembling with anxiety, salt water wells in his eyes. An eruption ignites behind, the bad man are coming like the previous time. Salt water wells in his eyes. They will never grow old, his family fallen. The last one left, he's told, salt water wells in his eyes. Save from the evermore pain, blessed in the escape of conflict. The scars will evermore stay, salt water wells in his eyes.
0: Hi, my name is Ashting, and this is my moral issue poem. Surely sexism has to go. It's the 21st century the world has grown. Men and women, the same species at heart. So why are we always pushed apart? Men at the top, women at the bottom. Why are we always so forgotten? Up in the sky, the men fly high. The women are always saying goodbye. It's 2020, time for change. Will we be equal down in the graves? You see, women are power, love and hope. Will all genders join together and
3: end sexism's rope? Hi, my name is Maya, I'm from 9N. I'm going to be reading my poem on Black Lives Matter. Riot again, looting because the police were and still are shooting. Black bodies being shot down, they treat us like we belong in a pound. It feels like we are in this horrific cycle going round and round. We still get bad looks, leaving us confused and shook, wondering what's wrong with the color of our skin, making our young ones believe they belong in a bin. It feels like to beat us is a sin. All these slurs I get make me feel like I have been stabbed by a thousand pins. You tell us you care, but your are quality you never want to share. You say black lives matter, yet you still say words that make our hearts shatter. It's like you don't want us to take this one step on this feudal ladder. Free us, our ancestors once said, yet black brothers and sisters' blood is still being shed.
0: You're listening to the Compton School Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Covenant School podcast. Once again, please make sure you donate to our November page. Remember, every pound counts and have a lovely day.